Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's a first alert weather day. So let's go straight to the first alert weather desk. And good Tuesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovai. We've issued first alert weather day through mid morning as there's the possibility of some heavy rain near the coast. All that heavy rain yesterday. Any additional rainfall certainly could cause some minor street flooding out there this morning. So be mindful of that. Just make sure you take the rain gear as you head out the door. Drier farther inland. Now today will be a day that overall is much drier than yesterday. Not a repeat. High temperatures in the mid 80s. We'll see a few showers and thunderstorms. Rain chance will continue to come down in to tomorrow, high temperature around 90 degrees and a mainly dry Thursday and Friday. Slightly better chance of rain on Saturday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here is a check of your morning headlines. New this morning, the Georgetown Police Department is searching for a person involved in a shooting that left another person injured. Officers responded to a home on Prince Street around 1 this morning. That's where officers found 51-year-old Cornelius Smith suffering from a gunshot wound. He was taken to a local hospital. No word right now on his condition. Officers say they're searching for 25-year-old Stevion Marsh of Georgetown as a person of interest. Marsh should be considered armed and dangerous. If anyone has information on his whereabouts, you're asked to call the Georgetown Police Department. That number is listed right there on your screen. A Colleton County judge has granted motions from the state and the defense concerning evidence in the murder trial of Paul and Maggie Murdoch. Former South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch, who was accused of killing his wife and son, appeared in court yesterday for a pretrial hearing. The judge eventually ordered a temporary protective order in the case and for prosecutors to provide the defense with evidence. Murdoch faces two counts of murder as well as weapons charges. He has pleaded not guilty to the crimes. The disbarred attorney also facing a slew of other charges connected to allegations of financial misdeeds. We now know the charges a Hanahan man is facing after kidnapping his daughter and leading police on a chase last week. According to the police report, Christopher Constein is facing animal cruelty and domestic violence charges. The police report indicates Constein slammed a woman to the ground who he believed called the police on him while he was on the run. In the report, the victim claims Constein also choked her and she started to lose consciousness. The victim's dog reportedly attacked Constein, who then hit the dog, leaving a cut on its side. These new charges are on top of the charges he was already facing for the alleged kidnapping and police chase last Wednesday. The Charleston Fire Department says they're investigating what led to a fire at a gas station in downtown Charleston. 
video that we have shows just how big those flames were. You can see it there. The fire happened on the corner of Meeting and Wolf Streets at an Exxon gas station yesterday around 6 o'clock. Investigators say a customer was filling up their car when they reported that fire near the vehicle. Another person then removed the fuel pump nozzle from the vehicle, which caused that fire to spread. The Charleston Fire Department says they were able to quickly contain the fire after it scorched the car in the canopy. Fortunately, no injuries are being reported. The cause is still under investigation. Many areas across the low country faced several inches of flooding after yesterday's rainfall. Live 5's Anna Harris was at Charlestown Village Mobile Home Park in North Charleston and spoke to people that live there about how their travel was affected. With only one entrance and exit into this mobile home, most residents say it was very hard getting to and from their homes. One person said that his car completely stopped working after driving through the water. People who live in Charlestown Village Mobile Home Park say their neighborhood will flood when it rains, but never like this. Many people I spoke with say getting home from school was hard, and one family says water began to get inside their car while trying to get in their house. Another resident says she and her mom were driving home from school and had to leave the car at the entrance of the neighborhood and start walking home. They say they were afraid their car would give out. Um, I live here for almost four years and it's been like it's flooding it's like normal but this is the worst I've ever seen it. One resident says there's only one drain located on this side of the neighborhood and it is located where the deepest part of the flood was. One person was clearing off debris to make it drain quicker and it looks like it finally drained. In North Charleston, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. Labor Day weekend is almost here, and to help crack down on people driving under the influence, law enforcement from Georgetown County and North Carolina have started their annual DUI campaign. Hands Across the Border is an initiative aimed at reducing alcohol-related fatalities. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, alcohol is a factor in one in four traffic deaths in South Carolina. Officers have set up shop on Highway 17 where they will check each car one by one for anything illegal. That campaign will run until Labor Day. U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham stressed the importance of energy independence while at the Southern State Energy Board meeting here in Charleston. At the event yesterday, Graham also shared why he feels it's so important to keep a place for natural gas in the economy. The theme of the conference is clean energy fueling growth. And he says that means investing in nuclear power here in South Carolina. Graham says it was important for him to attend the conference so he had a chance to talk to Southern Energy leaders about the future of clean energy. Today is the last day of the event and Governor Henry McMaster will be speaking there later this morning. Well, today the full South Carolina House of Representatives will begin debating a bill that would ban almost all abortions in South Carolina. The South Carolina Supreme Court temporarily blocked the state's six-week ban on abortions earlier this month. This means abortions are currently legal before 20 weeks. Under the six-week ban, there were exceptions for rape and incest. The new bill, however, would ban abortions with no exceptions for rape or incest. The Senate has said it expects to reconvene next week to take up the abortion legislation the House passes. South Carolina Democratic candidate for governor Joe Hunting Cunningham will be in Columbia today for what he says will be a big announcement. In a tweet from Cunningham's Twitter page, he, his running mate, Tally Casey, and Planned Parenthood South Atlantic 
are teaming up for the event. Attendees must RSVP on the Planned Parenthood South Atlantic website to receive location details. That all starts today at 5.30 p.m. Well, starting today, kids homeschooled in the Lowcountry will have a new option for getting their P.E. credit. A Mount Pleasant fitness studio specializing in inclusive gym classes for homeschooled, challenged, or neurodivergent children is celebrating their grand opening this afternoon. Molly McBride joining us live. And Molly, you spoke to the owner of this new studio about the need for these types of classes and gyms. What did she have to say? Yeah, the, bit, the Beach Cowboy Fitness Studio will offer classes for children in kindergarten all the way up to fifth grade to offer their spin on a traditional gym class. It's located in the Queensboro Shopping Center off of Johnny Dodds Boulevard and Ananat Boulevard. I spoke to Cynthia Lett, who co-owns the studio with her son, Cameron. She says part of the reason they wanted to open a fitness center is because they saw an increase in children being homeschooled. According to the South Carolina Department of Education, the percentage of homeschooled children in the state has increased by 71% since 2015. Let's stress the importance of interpersonal interaction and physical activity that a traditional gym class provides children. She says the traditional gym classes they offer will teach homeschoolers how to work in a group, get along with people they don't know, root for the other team, and win appropriately. They follow the South Carolina Department of Phys Physical Education program, so students can earn academic credit after completing at least two classes per week for 18 weeks in a semester. We are adapting all of our classes so that the homeschooler does not have to be uh, physically fit already. They can be even in a wheelchair. On top of their classes for homeschoolers, they will also offer inclusive adaptive fitness classes called Get Up and Move. These classes are designed for students who attend traditional school to burn off pent-up energy from a long day of learning. Let's says classes will have two coaches and be capped at 10 students max. For more information or for the link to their website to sign up, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in Mount Pleasant, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. If you're looking to start a business but don't know much about the legal side of it, you're in luck. Yeah, the Berkeley County Library System, they're inviting the community to attend their free Law Talk series today at the Goose Creek Library. The South Carolina Bar and Bearing Law Firm are working together to provide some free legal information. Live Five's Lauren Quinlan joins us now with more on what to expect at today's event. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. The theme of today's Law Talk series is starting a business. A local attorney will be leading a discussion and Q&A at the Goose Creek Library for anyone to join. Anyone who is looking to start a business or already has one going will be able to sit down with attorney Chris Beering of Beering Law Firm to talk about everything business and law. The event starts at 6 p.m. at the Goose Creek Library. This isn't the first time the Berkeley County Library System is hosting a Law Talk series. Previously, they had attorneys come in and focus on immigration law and DACA. Nanette Hamilton, branch manager of the Goose Creek Library location, says they are honored to provide a space for this service that otherwise would be quite expensive and possibly difficult to find. We're really excited for the opportunity. We really appreciate the South Carolina Bar and uh, Mr. Baring giving his time and expertise, and we hope lots of people will take advantage of it. 
those who may be looking to start a business but don't have the resources. The library also offers free Wi-Fi, printing services, and computers. To save your seat for today's event, you can do so by clicking on the link on Live5News.com. Just on this story, reporting live in Goose Creek, Lauren Quinlan, Live5News. Remember Cooter from the Dukes of Hazard? He was played by actor-turned-politician Ben Jones, and he's 81 today. Comedian Louis Black is 74. Actor Timothy Bottoms is 71. Actor Michael Chiklis is 59. And actress Cameron Diaz is 50. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.